Lily. So Tinkerbell, taking the edge off with some wine. Oh, it's not wine. It's grape juice. No shit, Sherlock. So when are you going to come over to the dark side? Yeah, hmm. Let me think. Um, like never, not even for your toy boy. Hmm. What are you talking about? Mm. Why do you always have to create a problem where there is no problem? Oh, hello, light. So glad you're here. <laughs> Saved by your human mess. Oh, shut up, shadow. So, Lily, how are you? Talk to me. Are you okay? You look a little bit ghosted. Well, pretty accurate assumption, Lily. Ghosts looking ghosted. Um, are you a ghost? No, dear Lily. I'm, I'm light. I'm your guardian angel. I'm not that bad oogie boogies that Shadow is implying. Well, I don't know about that. Shadow, don't you have other people's low self-esteem to go mess with? Well, there's a ton of them. But mind-fucking Lily and crashing her pity party? <laughs> it's way more fun. I'm not having a pity party. I'm just expressing my feelings. Exactly. Okay, enough now. Lily, take a nice deep breath. And tell me, how can I help you today? Oh, light. I'm so confused. Confused about what, dear? Confused about life? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Shadow. Oh, you always get under my feathers. Oh. Okay. So, Lily, tell me more. I don't know. I just, I, I heard people talking about it, like deleting beliefs and programs and like, People that do things where they press your arm down and, you know, sometimes the answer's right and sometimes it's not. And apparently, if you don't drink enough water, then something doesn't work right in your body and the answers are wrong. I don't know. Like, it's just something people are talking about. I thought it was interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Let me see. Is that like hypnosis or like clearing bad beliefs? Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. So it's not like hypnosis. No? Mm, not quite. Here we go. Lily, ignore shadow. So, Lily, this is really interesting. So what you're saying is that if you're, like, feeling unworthy, you can just, like, delete a belief and then you feel worthy again. So... Apparently, it's like resolving a belief where you call like a spirit force in to come and help you with it because you can't do it yourself. So, Lily, you call upon a spirit, but you don't even know who you're calling or what its source is or where it's coming from, what its intentions are, the history of it. Really? I... I... I'm not so sure right now. So what you're basically saying is that you're calling in a spirit and you have no idea what its origin is because 
oh, someone said so. Someone, like, yeah, like she can speak to it, but we can't. <laughs> oh, now I've heard everything. Yes, exactly. Something like that. That sounds fascinating, Lily. But I did notice that when you came in today, you did look rather upset and concerned. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to delete these beliefs, but I, I can't find the app for it. I don't know what the name is. An app? Yeah, like, like a phone app. I mean, how else would it work? I think maybe the app server speaks to the spirit or something that, I mean, technology today, like, you never know. <laughs> See, Tinkerbell, this shit show is way too good. Okay, Lily, let's just pause for a second. An app is something that we normally use on a phone, right? So you know that when you download your Beautify apps to, you know, adjust everything and show the public something that you're not. But when we work with beliefs, it's not really like an app where you can uninstall a belief or upload a belief, right? So that's why when you looked at the phone app or when you try to work with it or to delete like a belief, that's why it wouldn't work because how would the phone be connected to your mind, right? Oh, I feel so silly now. Well, shit, <laughs> I would too. So how do I do this? Honestly, how about nothing? Oh, Shadow, but that is not constructive. Constructive? You want to know what is constructive. Oh, Lily, we have thousands and thousands, if not hundreds and thousands of thoughts. Well, at least you do. I mean, we have much more because we're plugged into the grid and we're actually conscious of it. Whereas you're not so conscious, but I know you're doing your best. But when we look at these thoughts, you can feel unworthy because you were smacked or maybe because you were bullied at school. The trauma behind feeling unworthy, as an example, can have so many different traumatic sources. So if you pull the belief that's maybe connected to feeling unworthy because you're bullied at school, what about the other traumatic sources that created the, the, the belief of feeling unworthy? Just a quick anatomy crash course. You have trauma. Then you have the ability to process how you felt afterwards. And once you've done that, we start to formulate also beliefs and opinions based on how we feel. Our emotions help us to bring together, or at least it helps you to bring together the thoughts that you have. And when these thoughts are based on wounds and pain points, a person's life looks like yours. So you see, just deleting one of your beliefs is like snapping off a twig of a, a big banyan tree. The roots is the trauma. Making sense? Oh. Mm. Shadow, stop ruining this for her. At least she's trying to improve her quality of life. Yeah, the way to do it is the easy way. 
I feel so confused now. Well, that's normal for you, Lily. Okay, okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Let's ask Yvette for some closure. Yvette, what would you like to share here with us today? All right, hi everyone. So this was an interesting discussion and really great questions that were being asked. Now, at the end of the day, whether you use whatever kind of modality or approach, there's an audience for everyone. There's absolutely something that some people will resonate with and something that other people wouldn't resonate with. And thank God that we have such a big variety because it gives people the opportunity to heal and to change, which ultimately is what we all want. Now, I think what this duo, <laughs> the Namaste base, were probably trying to say is there's a journey in relationship to how fast we can heal. Would people sometimes like to have the gentle entry approach? Some people like to just go straight to the core point and just get rid of it, you know, rip off that Band-Aid and then move on with life. Now, when we look at beliefs, when we look at trauma, there's different entry points for everything. And at the end of the day, you as the person going through the journey needs to be happy with it. How it works, whether it's the shortcut, whether it's the long way around, it needs to be of value to you. That is what I'm probably taking away also most importantly from this. But one thing that I absolutely have learned in my healing journey and also in my autobiography, Becoming Unfucked, which is funny, it's a funny word. I mean, people, when they look at me, they go, oh my God, Yvette, you said fuck. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> There's such a stigma around how we do things, whether it's healing, whether it's living our life, whether it's communicating. You're a woman, you can't swear, you can't burp, you can't fart, you're this, you're that. <sighs> well, who gives a shit? At the end of the day, the one who's suffering, the one who's in pain is the person trying to morph themselves to fit what other people want to see of them. And it stops being about the actual person and more about how other people feel and all these things and it just fucking spirals and you're back in Alice in Wonderland. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say here is you have to follow what is true to your heart. You have to follow what feels good for you and what feels right for you. Even if other people are criticizing it, even if other people might say, wow, well, you're taking the wrong, you know, the wrong road or the long road. Who cares? They're not the one walking it. <laughs> you are. And if you're happy with every step that you take, then continue. Congratulations then, because you have found your path of freedom. Because everything that we do in life, or at least most things, I understand there's some things we have, kind of have a bit of obligations to do and we don't feel good about it. But in most cases where we can exercise control over what we do, what we wish to accomplish, whether it's healing, whether it's a career, whether it's a project, you need to feel good within that. And that is what's important, regardless of the, the toxic or negative feedback and it's this and it's that. People are always going to have an opinion. There's so many people who have these low self-esteem who just always need to be fucking heard. There's always going to be someone just peeing on your parade and just completely upsetting your plans. But this is where you have to continue to stand strong in yourself and just keep looking forward and stay on that straight arrow path and follow your heart. Follow what 
feels good. Now, when I say follow what feels good, I don't also mean that in the addictive sense. I don't mean go drink a glass of wine because it's always making you feel good. That's not what I'm saying. Of course, we have to practice balance. We have to practice discernment here as well. And that is also what this segment now here includes, all about balance. But to come back a little bit to about the beliefs and how working with trauma. So, for example, in metaphysical anatomy technique, we solely focus on the actual trauma because when you actually properly heal and resolve trauma or a trauma point, you have thousands of beliefs collapsing. So sometimes at the end of the day, sometimes just going straight to where that pain point is, is easier and also long-term more beneficial rather than always the problem coming back. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. It can be easy. It can be graceful, especially in MIT because of my you know, trauma that I had myself as a child and, and the conundrums that I experienced, which is what I all wrote about becoming unfucked. It's a part of a massive series also called Unfuck Your Life because we need to laugh a little bit. Life is way too serious. And even though I love healing work it needs a breath of fresh air we need to laugh a little bit while we heal why does everything have to be so serious and that is one thing that I also noticed in my healing journey that was missing because what happens is at the end of the day we start to feel very heavy emotions when we heal and this this and this that and we start to associate a lot of negative feelings with healing which is a very beautiful positive powerful tool that we can use to live a fantastic amazing life and therefore, blasting it open with some humor can shake up that foundation a little bit so that we can start to kind of like regulate our negative associations with healing work and start to make it playful and fun again. So guys, there you have it. Thank you for being here with me. See you guys next time.